Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to break in the Thursday night football show on site between the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. And this one is going to be ugly. Uh, injuries on both sides. Cleveland's basically missing all their star players. Uh, you know, we've had a few decent Thursday night games and most of them have been pretty bad. And this is one I expect to be pretty bad and the total shows it that way as well. Um, but yeah, there's still a million dollars to be made, million millionaire maker on drafting, so I'll do my best to break it down. But if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are interested in NBA DFS, I'm going to be live breaking down the 11-game slate tonight, uh, probably in about uh, about 4.30 Central. And uh, yeah, so make sure to check out that live stream, guys. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you have a minute or two and you enjoy, if you could leave a five-star rating review there, that would really help me out because every rating review boosts me up in those podcast rankings. Uh, if you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, NFL package, NBA package. We cover the main show on sites and then an esports package as well. And I do want to thank the sponsor of today's video, Prize Picks. So if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks for NFL, Two different ways you can play. The first way is taking over under in fancy points, and the second way is taking over under in straight up passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, passing completions. Um, it's a nice, you know, kind of change of pace. You're not playing against anyone, you're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out and sign up using my code DKDFS, that is DKDFS, all one word, you'll get 100% match up to $100. So you deposit $100 using my code, you'll get $300 to use on the site. Um, and finally, I want to thank you guys again for continuing to come out and check out uh, these videos daily, the live streams as well. If you guys do enjoy all the content, make sure to leave a like button on the video. Let's try to aim for 100 on this one. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know uh, how you did on Monday Night Football. Uh, we'll go over my lineup here in a sec. All right, so yeah, before we get into players and the prices, let's check out my lineup here from Monday Night Football. So Monday Night Football, I only played the Millionaire Maker, but it went pretty well for me. Um, I used to find Diggs in the captain uh, with Josh Allen, uh, Derrick Henry. Julio Jones, who unfortunately got injured uh, in the fourth quarter, Gabe Davis and Nick Westbrook with my two punt plays, who ended up working out all right. I mean, they didn't go crazy, but they paid off their salary. Uh, they did enough for me to get into the cash. So yeah, that was it for the look back for me. It was a solid night cash in the millionaire maker. Again, that was the only thing I played though. Going over the winning lineup, this is in the luxury box and the $2,000 entry. So Derek Henry and the captain is no surprise. He's another massive game um, with Josh Allen, Diggs, Beasley, uh, Bullock, and Westbrook. So that was my lineup. That was the winning lineup in the luxury box. So now let's talk, I'll try to talk about this one. And this is just gross. I told you guys it is really disgusting. Uh, it seems like there's some made up players on some of these teams uh, that are actually going to get some time. But yeah, Broncos and Browns, 41 over under. Browns are one and a half point favorites with like everyone out on their team. So let's start off with the Denver Broncos and we'll start at running back. So I mean, just flip a coin at these two guys. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are basically playing the same amount, 50% each. Um, Javante Williams is the more talented back in my opinion. But again, they're getting the same amount of touches. They're a little bit involved in the passing game and they're basically the same price. So flip a coin at those two guys. Um, at wide receiver, so... It doesn't sound like Jerry Judy's going to be back. Well, to monitor this, but they said less than a fifty percent chance. Less than a fifty percent chance he suits up for Thursday's game. So I'm leaning towards he doesn't play. And if he doesn't, then uh, sorry, I don't know why they keeps doing that on on the site. But um, yeah, Tim Patrick uh, and Corton Sutton probably played majority of the game. Both played about ninety percent of the snaps, and Hinton played sixty three percent of the snaps. We have uh, John Brown saw a couple of snaps. That was interesting. But he reverted back to the practice squad. Um, at tight end, so Noah Font played 90% of the snaps, not a huge surprise, and uh, Saubert played 35% of the snaps with Austin O going down. 
for injury. So we'll start with Teddy Bridgewater at 11K. Probably the safer target of the two quarterbacks with him and backup Case Keenum. Again, though, like the floor is pretty low on Bridgewater. He's just an average quarterback, probably below average quarterback of all the starters. It's not really a good matchup going up against the Cleveland defense. So safe play, but he's not like a not like a plug and play. There's really no plug and plays, I don't think, on this slate. It's just an ugly one that I'd recommend either taking off or, or playing light. Um, again, I mentioned the two top wide receivers in Sutton and Patrick. If there's no Jerry Judy, these ty- these guys do probably play a majority of the game. Uh, Sutton's at the top at 10K. Probably has a little more upside, but you're getting a nice savings, uh, Tim Patrick off Sutton, uh, over $2,000. And Patrick's still getting a decent amount of targets too. So I have interest in both the Broncos receivers. I think Sutton has a little more upside. I think Patrick looks a little bit better point per dollar. Um, and then, yeah, if Jerry Judy does play and there's no limitations, then Jerry Judy's going to be my favorite wide receiver. But um, right now, I'm expecting him uh, to sit out uh, tomorrow. Noah Font at 8-2. So two of the last three games, 10 and 11 targets. He's a guy that can look to in the red zone, obviously. He's been a little bit up and down this season. But um, yeah, I think he is firmly in play uh, with uh, you know playing with a starting quarterback as opposed to Cleveland, who's been playing with the backup. So main targets for Denver, I think, are all viable options. And then I mentioned the two running backs, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. Just flip a coin. Flip a coin. Now, uh, again, I think everyone kind of agrees that Javante Williams is the more talented running back. However, they're just getting the same amount of touches. So this one would kind of come down to ownership. Um, and I think, you know, Javante Williams is like the sexier play. People are going to want to play him over Melvin Gordon. So if Javante Williams is going to be, say, double the ownership of Melvin Gordon, then I'll just play Melvin Gordon there, right? That one will just come down to ownership because they're basically playing the exact same. Kicker, you guys know kickers are always fine options. Uh, the defenses, I'm actually okay with the defenses in the slate. Like I basically never play the defenses in a show on slate, but it's a low total game to not so great offenses going up against each other. So I do think they're viable in tournaments. I wouldn't touch the defenses in a cash game setting. setting. Uh, Kendall Hinton, uh, again, there's no Jerry Judy. He'll be the number three wide receiver. Three, three, and five targets the last three games. Not bad for a guy this cheap, um, especially if Denver does play from behind. He'll probably play a little bit more. So I think he's he's definitely in play for a cheap option. Um, Eric Saubert actually filled in as the number two tight end. He had three catches and five targets. I think he's a viable dart throw in tournaments. And if you go back and look at the snap counts, he played in 35% of snaps. So about a third of the game uh, for $600, firmly in play. And if you guys have been following the show on sites the last three or four weeks, just jam in all, all the third string tight ends you can, and you're going to win all the money. And yeah, that's really it. Uh, Mike Boone played a couple snaps last game, but it's not enough for me to go to him. Again, Hamler's still on the IR. Um, again, John Brown saw a couple of snaps, but unless we get like confirmation before lock that he's going to play a lot more, I just, I just can't do it. Um, again, like there's no way this is a real person. Tyree Cleveland, like he played some snaps last game. Again, there's just made up players, I swear, on this uh, on the showdown site. So let's move on to Cleveland. And this one's going to be fun to talk about. So Cleveland, uh, last game, Chubb was out. Kareem Hunt uh, obviously got a majority of the touches, but then he went down. So we have uh, Dearness, Johnson, and Felton. That should be the top two backs. Johnson, probably the guy that gets more of the uh, early down work where Fulton is very talented in the uh, passing down um, situations. He'll be out there, for, uh, in my opinion, for a lot of the third down plays. Um, these are guys we, we were pretty heavy on in the preseason. Like I played a lot of Cleveland third, fourth string running backs in preseason DFS. So I am familiar with these backs. And they're also going to bring up John Kelly uh, as the third back. 
So I think all three backs are in play. We'll get to them. Um, but yeah, Johnson, probably the safer option. Felton is a guy that I do think is firmly in play, though, because he's very talented in the receiving game. And then at wide receiver, another uh, headache here. So Odell got a little bit banged up. He only played about half the game. We do have Jarvis Landry possibly coming back, too. Uh, DPJ caught two touchdowns. Um, he played 78% of the snaps. Higgins played 63%, and Schwartz played 44 Again, though, we have Jarvis Landry coming back. That would take away uh, some snaps from some of these uh, secondary receivers for Cleveland. And finally, a tight end. So Cleveland likes running two tight ends. That's a lot. Austin Hooper played 75% of snaps. Njoku, 44%. And Harrison Bryant, 29%. So, again, guys, this is ugly. Baker out. Chubb out. Kareem Hunt out. So we'll start with Case Keenum, who I do think is a relatively decent backup quarterback. Like, So at the price point that he's at, he is 9-4. You're getting him at a discount off Teddy Bridgewater. Again, I think Bridgewater probably a little bit safer, but... Um, I still have interest in Case Keenum. Um, I do think he'll be relatively low on because he's a backup quarterback. But again, I do think he's a solid backup. And Cleveland are still favored, too, with everyone else out. So, yeah, Case Keenum obviously still firmly in play. Odell, keep an eye on the injury news. He's questionable. Um, if he's full go, uh, I'd like Odell in tournaments. We haven't really seen a big game from him yet. But I still think the upside is there from him. Um, and then, obviously, Jarvis Landry, too. I think there's a chance he comes back. Um so monitor this one. If Jarvis Landry plays, I think he is the safer of the two main targets. It's assuming both like Odell and Jarvis play. Um, and then Odell probably has a little more upside, but again, we really haven't seen it from him yet this year. And then DPJ is at 6.4K. My only issue with him, I like him. He's a Michigan man. Um, he got two touchdowns last week. I think he's going to be over-owned. Now, keep an eye on Odell and Jarvis. If they're both out, then I'm fine going to DPJ. But if they're both in, then that might be one where I'll, I'll pass. So DPJ kind of comes down to the status of the two receivers above them. Uh, and then we got to talk about some tight ends and running backs here. So Najoku's at 5-4. I think I prefer the price on Hooper. Um, again, Najoku only played on 44% of the snaps. Where had Hooper played 75% of the snaps. So like Najoku had that one really big game uh, two games ago. But other than that, he's been averaging like two, three targets a game. So... I think he's more of a contrarian play for me. And then, again, they're two running backs. So Dearness Johnson is going to be the guy that probably gets a lot of the early down work. I think he's a very safe play. We know Cleveland's a run-first team, and they might rely on the running backs a bit more with a back quarterback in. And they'll still go to him. He's still a talented receiving back, too. So I think Dearness Johnson probably the safest um, Cleveland running back. But I do have some mention in Demetric Felton, who is a very talented in the receiving game. Um, was getting still mixed in a little bit in the earlier weeks when they had Hunt and Chubb. So I think his role expands a little bit here. I think he gets some touches in the ground too. So um, risk your option by like him for tournaments. Again, the kickers are always in play. I mentioned Austin Hooper. He's probably the tight end I feel the best about because he's playing the most amount of snaps. Now, targets haven't been crazy, averaging, I don't know, around three targets a game. But if he's going to play you know, basically the entire game and he's cheaper than Njoku, I think I'm going to lean for, for Hooper over Njoku. Again, Rashad Higgins, Anthony Schwartz, just keep an eye on OBJ and uh, Jarvis Landry. If OBJ and Jarvis Landry are both in, then I'm probably just going to cross off Higgins and Schwartz. If they're both out, then obviously these two guys become viable value options. Then they'll be the number two and number three receiving targets. The Browns defense, I think, is in play. Again, I think both defenses are in play in an ugly game uh, like this, low total. Um, not cash game plays, but I think both defenses at their respective prices are viable for GPPs. Let's see, what else? So Harrison Bryant at the flat uh, min $200, I do think is viable. Hasn't got a target last couple games, but 
First uh, four games, two, four, two, two targets. I know he's not playing a ton. Only played in 29% of the snaps. But as I said, with how the show's been going lately, just jam in all the third string tight ends and you're going to win a million dollars. So Harrison Bryant viable as a contrarian value play. And I mentioned John Kelly. They called him up. Hasn't uh, played any games yet this season. But he'll be the number three back in the depth chart. Might get a, a couple of touches. Uh, but obviously is a risk. Feel much better about Johnson and Felton. And, yeah, I think that's really it, guys. So, yeah, this is a really ugly show on site. I would recommend playing this one light or maybe just taking it off. But, again, still a million dollars to be made up top. So I did my best to try to break it down for you guys. But that's going to do it for the video. So if you guys have been enjoying the content, make sure to leave a like button on the video. It really does help me out. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know in the comment section how you did on Monday Night Football. And let me know uh, who is your guy for Thursday Night Football that's going to win you a lot of money. So thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.